So the big, of course, thing that happens in terms of, you know, the U.S., the military and democracy is that the draft ends mm-hmm. in uh, the early 1970s. So can we talk a little bit about that in the political economy of what that might do? You know, because in some sense, in having people be soldiers is an employment program. Um, and yep. so that effectively goes away as an option in the wake of the Vietnam War. So how does that affect the political economy? I think what starts to happen is you get, um, and I didn't focus on this too much in my book. There's another book by uh, Jennifer Middlestat uh, called "The Rise of the Military Welfare State" that gets into this in, in greater detail. But from my pur- for my purposes, or what I talked about in the book, was you have a situation where there's a crisis within the larger American economy, where you have rising unemployment, you have rising inflation um, by seventy three, seventy four. So the all volunteer force is, is in 73. And so what Jennifer Middlestad talks about in her book is that the army, she focuses particularly on the army is it becomes a, a space for receiving welfare benefits, right? And this is the case today with the AVF. You go into the military ostensibly, not always because there are clear problems with the way that the VA distributes benefits, but you would get healthcare, uh, you would get uh, subsidized healthcare, you would get uh, monies for education, you would get monies for housing if you serve and, and serve the, the adequate time that's 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 required of you. So there's that kind of that, that project that that pulls in particular poor people, um, people of color into the military. But that's happening alongside again to go back to my earlier point, like this sort of crisis in the cold work in the in the economy in the political economy of the Cold War that makes it so that those who are getting or, or could get manufacturing jobs within the defense economy who who did get manufacturing jobs within the the, the economy um, the war economy for Vietnam, those people are losing their jobs in increasing numbers, and they're that is I wouldn't say like unskilled, but semi-skilled work, people who can, who are making less than $4 a day, for instance, making munitions. Um, and I found several of these people in, in researching my book, they don't have PhDs. They don't have, they didn't go to Harvard or Yale. They're on a, a factory line. They're, they're, they're fulfilling certain roles, but they're not um, engaged in research and development. Those jobs start to go away in large numbers. Um, and you start to see with, uh, as you go further into the seventies, into the 1980s, an increasing dependence upon ambitious, <laughs> ambitious defense projects like SDI strategic defense initiative, which is, um, uh, launched by Reagan in 1983, which is supposedly a sophisticated system of satellites, uh, equipped with lasers that will intercept Soviet missiles. Those types of projects don't require a manufacturing base. They don't require an industrial base. And so the people who would have gotten jobs in the Vietnam are, are now out of, out of employment uh, and are unemployed, and they're wondering what comes next. And there, there, there are different stories, of course, different outcomes that happen to, to, that happen to, to various people within, within this economy. Um, but a lot of them start to get upset and angry and frustrated. And you start to see this coinciding with the fracturing of the working class base, the Democratic Party. Uh, and becoming a, essentially a perfect storm for new right candidates, for conservative candidates like Ronald Reagan to take advantage of when he runs for the presidency in 76 uh, and in 80. So I hope that answers your question. I'll, I'll stop there. 
So, Mike, take us through now forward into the 1970s. This is obviously a, a very fun time in American politics. Of course, you have Watergate and uh, the rise of Ronald Reagan, you know, his first uh, attempt at running for president. You have uh, Jimmy Carter and the wonderful stagflation period. Uh, what, what's going on in sort of the military industrial side of things uh, during this period of political upheaval? Well, the, so the, the military, the MIC, the military industrial complex is in, um, a position again, I think of, of sort of figuring out where they go from Vietnam, like where they, where they find new sources of revenue. Um, they uh, down to the end of the Vietnam war in, in 72, um, 73, that, it creates a drop in the defense budget, uh, and the you have again sort of a Congress that is more adamant about cutting the defense budget that that goes after the military industrial complex and in, in with more heated rhetoric.